welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered, where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. I'm Diana. I'm Ashton. And it's already started. We just we just pushed the button. Ah, well, welcome everybody. We are, what's the day? December 7th. December the 7th, 2023. Um, we're excited. We got a brand new store that's opened up on Printify. Are y'all excited? Yeah. Merch. Yeehaw. If you don't like it, I didn't make it. You made it. (laughs) (laughs) Kendall worked their little booty off. It looks fantastic. So what is the link? Do we know the link that they can go to to see that? Is there a tag on our website? No, there's not a tag yet. There's going to be a tag. There will Uh, be a tag. uh, So if you go to www.m3mi.org, you can select uh, merch, and then you can... Uh, go in there and, and go into our little store there. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, There's on Facebook. There's a link on there as well. Our M3 Ministries International page. Also, we're doing a giveaway Yay. on Facebook. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, or even if you do, um, help us spread the word. We need you to do all three things in order to get into a drawing for like a new merch item or something, something that we're going to give away. We'll Mm -hmm. decide. Um, But if you would like the post and our page, comment, um, comment and tag three friends or family, and then share that post to your page. So if you do all those three things, then you will be entered into a drawing. We don't, I don't know that we've had very many people do it. So do that for us as well. As you go shop for some merch. The merch is m3mi-merch.printify.me. Yes. Don't know if you'll remember that. But. And is that What's our, our store name there? M3 Merch. M3mi Merch. M3mi Merch. Yeah. Yes. What do you think about it, Ashton? So excited. Can't wait to have all my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Can't wait. <laughs> I am so excited for my shirt. Yeah, Can you give perfect. a little pet? Yeah, no. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. All right, let me just say this. We made the mistake of having Mexican food before we came on the air, and now we're just, like, so tired. There's something about this building. When you walk in, it's so peaceful. You just want to lay down and go to sleep. I mean, every time I come here, I get so tired. I mean, in a good way, like peaceful, peaceful, tired. Yeah. But you wouldn't know unless you come in, so you got to come in. So or it could it? be like we get so sleepy. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but you're pregnant, so I mean, it's different for you. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, like the landlord had no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even Maybe know. We'll go there. We're so excited. We, but anyway, it's just so peaceful, and you just get so tired once you have some carbs and, and, um, but it's cool. We're here. We're glad to be here. Glad y'all are, are joining us. We do want to encourage you to to go on and like our page, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to go buy merchandise. Um, go like our page on Facebook and and share it with your friends. Um, go, you know, share our link from 
our Spotify page for Simple Discipleship and tell all your friends about that. You know, we want people to come and listen and, and prayerfully there's some things we've talked about that might help somebody. So um, it's been a good week. We're getting ready for Christmas. Uh, so if you got some last-minute Christmas gifts you need, there's some really cool items. I know we're adding some kid items today on the store as well. So um, go visit us, and we appreciate it, right? Yeah, and I just feel led to, like, really encourage y'all. If you can come in person, we do encourage you to do that. Mm. It's just something about being here in fellowship together. And I was joking when you – well, I wasn't joking, but I didn't mean to interrupt it when I was like, <laughs> you don't know unless you come. But I would, I would love to just see – even the person listening that doesn't have a church home, it's not. this isn't a church. It's a place where we come together. We fellowship. We have worship sometimes. We have a word all the time. So Well, we eat. I mean, you know, we're true. We're a church kind of like we eat a lot. But we, we eat at 1 o'clock. <laughs> but we're truly a ministry. And let's not negate what God does here because it really goes into the topic that we're going to be talking about today. What we've seen lately on Sundays is people come and they're so hungry and they're so needing something from God, just something deep from him. And and he meets them right in the middle of wherever they're at. And so in saying that, we've encountered um, quite a bit of deliverance lately in our in our meetings and our times together. And it's been fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. I've heard we've heard back from people that um, have experienced some of the things that God's doing and. They're like, you know, I just feel so much lighter, you know, I feel like, you know, God's really working in me and I really feel like he's speaking to me, you know, more clear, you know, and that really is because when we go through our life, whether we're a Christian or not, we still deal with things from the enemy. We deal with things from our past and we did a little bit of discussion um, last week on talking about deliverance Um, and I want to kind of delve in today the difference between um deliverance uh whether you have a demon or if you have a stronghold how do you know the difference between the two y'all know (laughs) the looks on their face is like what are you talking about what do you what um what am i trying to ask i don't know you just you just do your thing what am I? Well, I, and, and this is somebody asked us to delve more into the deliverance. You know, actually, two people did said because we always want you to give us some topics and ideas that you like to listen to. So if you go to um, our page or go on to the m3mi.org, there's a comment section there and you can leave your topics that you want to talk about there. And we we try to, you know use them when we're when we're going online because we don't practice this. We just get here and we're like, okay, what are you going to talk you about? You don't say. <laughs> so we just, no. so it's just a, you know, like a blank canvas kind of. <laughs> but um, I really felt like, um, it, you know, and someone said we needed them more. So I said, what is the difference between a stronghold and a demon? And how do you know if you're dealing with one or the other. And so the question always comes up, and we talked about this just briefly last week in that um, 2 Corinthians, what was that uh, gave to you? 517. 2 Corinthians 517. If we look there, once you read that for us, this is the scripture you always get told. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Okay. So, uh, the people uh, often say the reason why that they don't think they need to go through deliverance or that they need um, prayer for strongholds and things like that is because once you receive Jesus, you become a new creation. And that is what that scripture says right there. But understand what uh, Paul is talking about, too, is that he's talking about the sin nature. So if you go up to the first two scriptures above that, would you read that? For sure, for sure. At verse 15, it says... Uh, actually, we're going to go to 14 because it's mid-sentence. Okay. Um, for the love of Christ controls and compels us because we have concluded this, the, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. So from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view according to worldly standards and values Though we have known Christ for from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. Right. So what it says, Paul's saying, okay, now that you are in Christ, once you've received Jesus as your Savior, you've made that honest confession of faith, not simply a raise a hand. You've made a profession, and so now you're, you have become and have the ability, according to John 1 and 12, to become... The ability to become. To become. You have the ability to become... A child of God. And so the, understand that there is a process that takes place. What has happened upon the cross is that your sin nature that you used to have has been nailed to the cross. Jesus took that on the cross so that you don't have to have a sinful nature once you receive him because we put on who he is. Okay. But the point is, is that once you receive him, you've got to, as Paul says also, crucify the flesh. Every single day, that sin nature tries, tries to rise up in you and take over and take place of your spiritual side. And so that battle is always taking place. There's always a battle between your flesh and your spirit, and that sin nature wants to come back. It wants to come and take over who you are and push down that spirit side and override it, if you will. And so that battle is every single day of our life. We talk about your mind. We talk about how the enemy comes to your mind, and he tries to convince you that you're not saved because if you you were saved, you wouldn't do the things that you used to do. But the reason why you know that you're still going in the right direction is that when you don't do the right things, then you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? If you can live in a habitual state of sin without conviction, then I would question my salvation. Right. Okay? Now, some people are going to balk at that. They're going to say, once saved, always saved. I profess Jesus as my Savior, and so therefore, no matter what I do, I'm still going to go to heaven. And so my question is, if you want to ride on that and you want to say that no matter what, I'm going to heaven, you better make sure that you have a conviction of the Holy Spirit telling you that you're doing right or wrong. 
But what's the point of conviction if you can just say I'm saved and then do whatever you want? Yeah, because what's the point of like a Christ like But that's life? your but that's your gauge. Your gauge should be that if I can live in habitual state of sin, not that we're not going to mess up. Because mm-hmm. understand, none of us were, were born into perfection. Right. We were given his nature to become like he is, but we're in that process of becoming. So it doesn't mean that everything is perfect and everything is, is you know, hunky-dory and we're never going to make bad choices and we're never going to say bad words and we're never going to do the wrong thing. Because if we say that to ourselves, we're, we're really... You know, if we say that we have no sin, Paul says we deceive ourselves because everybody falls short. We all fall short. We all sin, whether it's it's gossiping about somebody, whether it is, uh, you know, speaking ugly words of somebody, whether it's speaking ugly over ourselves. The Bible condemns that. And so there's so many things that we do in this daily basis that if we say that we we no longer need the Holy Spirit to come and clean us up, then we're really deceiving ourselves because even though we have the ability to become like Christ, we have to participate in it. Mm-hmm. There's a sanctification that takes place. There's the crucifying of the flesh, and we have to do that every single day. When we find ourselves not doing that and just allowing ourselves to go out and do whatever we want to do, then we need to question where is our allegiance to Right, because, I mean, Romans ten nine, like that we want to, that's what we lead people in the prayer of, yep, right? Yep. That to con, to confess that the Roman Lord road, yeah. and believe in your heart, and and sometimes I I think there's a difference of of people confessing that He is Lord over all rather than the Lord over your life, like because then it goes on to say, um, I was just looking it up in verse ten, it says for the heart. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. So, and and with the mouth confession made unto salvation. So it's it's by your heart. It's not just like Lord over all the earth. We know that He or you know whatever. We we know that He is Lord, but it's Lord over your life. It's that you put your trust in Him, that you believe in Him, not this idea of Him, not this idea that He died on the cross, not this idea that He saved you. And you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference of believing in what He did versus believing in who He is. Mm-hmm. And and if you can live in habitual in a habitual state of sin or pa- sin patterns or whatever it is, like there's a reason Paul t- talks about, you know, yes, we're made a new creation. But then if we're made new, a new creation, it's just by a snap of a finger that we're all is well in the world. Then why would we have to crucify the flesh? Yeah. There's still the flesh nature there. And so it's an everyday battle of trusting that, Lord, your way is better. If I'm if I'm learning and leaning into your way that I'm, I'm having to trust that your way is better. So therefore I'm crucifying my flesh to say, I want to do it your way, Lord, not my way. And I'm going to give these things that I'm feeling conviction of over to you and saying no more with it. That's, that's truly allowing him to be Lord rather than just making this public confession, just, just so that you can have the ticket to heaven. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I would, I would, like you said, I would question, is that even true salvation? Mm-hmm. And, the, and that's the scary part, right? What do you think, Ashley? Um, I completely agree with what both of you are saying. I'm just trying to like think back to the deliverance part and just, I feel like in true salvation, there comes a longing to go deeper with the Lord, right? And in that longing to go deeper with the Lord, these things begin to get brought up of 
look at this. This may be a stronghold. If I if I'm truly dying to myself every day and I don't want to do these things, but they keep happening, they right. keep coming up. It's coming out of my children. Then that desire that hunger of I want this gone I want this out of my family starts to arise and then it's no longer scary because honestly to me like the things that I've gone through deliverance I'm still going through it like we will until we die but I'm I'm also going through personal deliverance like in counseling but it's no longer scary it's hey I want to go deeper with you and this is a roadblock and I want it gone and I feel like I'm not saying if people don't have their desire those desires they're not truly saved. I don't know how to say this without making it sound like that, but like, why is that desire not there to be delivered, to be set free, to have these strongholds broken that are over your family? Like, for example, addiction runs in my family and I could have easily fallen into that. But there was a time when I was truly saved when I, I had said the prayer before, but when I was truly saved, I said, no more. I, I will not fall into this. And then they started to break. Was hell breaking loose because I was choosing oh, yeah. to to break that? For sure. But look at the other side. Look at how much closer I've been able to get with the Lord because I was like, no, I want you to take this from me. Yes. So that's my thing is when true salvation comes and that desire to recognize these things comes and to get rid of these things comes, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, that's what that's what Paul talks about. We're just going to skip on through because um, yeah, we'll do we don't have it. Um, but Romans in uh, 7, he's they're talking about the, the two natures. Um, and so, for I do not understand my own actions. We know that he's like he's like saying here, I, I do what I, I don't want to do, and mm-hmm. I don't do what I do want to do. Like, you know, and so it's it's that confliction. And it's not that, he, it's not that he's saying that... <clears throat> I wake up in the morning and I just do everything that I'm not supposed to do. It's there's that battle internally mm-hmm. and we don't understand why are we struggling? Why am I having this everyday struggle of I wake up today and I put, you know, my foot forward and I say, I'm not going to act in anger today. And it's like two seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day, there's I, a trigger. I, I, I like laughed because I was like, Lord, I feel like sometimes when I pray and like ask you to lead me in these things, I get triggered faster than when I don't right. ask you to lead me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like the enemy's like, oh, you ain't going to ask the Lord today. OK, I'll calm down a little bit. But then you're going to ask the Lord. OK, I'm going to come at you real hot. Yeah, you right. know, yeah. but that's it's it's the very same thing, because there's that there's that carnal fleshly nature of us, the the things that the strongholds the the generational curses the demonic things that we struggle with that aren't really talked about again you know Mm -hmm. and so therefore we we walk around going I know I'm saved but why am why is this side of me so messed up why why do I feel so hypocritical like one day I, I I feel you know good and this way with the Lord and then the next day I'm like over here doing everything that I didn't want to do but I'm doing it again you know or that I said I was going to stop doing and that's what we're talking about that's what we're talking about. And so, of course, we're already out of time again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes so fast, right? But but here we're going to delve into. We're going to go deeper into this. So make sure you continue on part two of this. And we're going to talk about strongholds and demons there. So once you go ahead and do our commercial, is the text to give working? Yes, now? I wrote it down. It's a new one, yeah. It's a new so, text to give. So here, go ahead. Um, you're going to text M3MIGIVE. M three M I give to one eight 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 three six four 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 eight three. There we go. <laughs> You're welcome. You can still give through so seed m three mi dot org. 
um, or to mail a check or whatever to the P.O. box. Um, all gifts are tax deductible. You know, listen, tax deductibles in the year. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you get to that it. certain plateau. <laughs> you know, I just want to get. I just want to give God praise. You know, we got to right. the first of the month, and and I don't know how He did it, but He did it. <laughs> he did it. You know, the rent is paid and everything's paid, and and He's so good to us. And and um, you guys have been so good. And I thank you for the seeds that you're sowing. And and let's just take a moment to pray over those seeds, okay? Before we go, uh, Father, we thank you so much for each person that's listening today, God. We don't know the need that they have right at this moment, whether it's today or a year from the date that we're sitting here, or even longer away. We know that the seeds are being planted. Father, we thank you for that. And, Lord, I thank you for each person, each family that's represented. Father, whatever their need is, God, I pray that you just meet them right there where they're at. And, God, you just show up, whether it's in their car, whether it's through their earphones, and you just saturate them, Holy Spirit, with your presence like never before. Just infiltrate every part of their body, God, and just meet them right where they're at, God. We just thank you for each person that's sowing a seed. Would you multiply it according to their need and above? God, just let them be, because they're being faithful to us, God, you said in your word that you would be faithful back to them and that you would sow unto them so that they could become a sower, even more of a sower. We thank you for that. For every seed, multiply it 30, 60, 90, 100 fold, God, back to them. And we just thank you and give you all the praise and glory because you're so good to us. Um, so we're going to leave you with the, with the uh, slogan, go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And, and go, go be Jesus, Jesus today. today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.